Smarties, today we are talking about next level calendaring. We have talked about calendaring a lot on Learn Smarter Podcast, and we will link those previous episodes in the show notes so that you can go back and listen to everything we've ever said about calendaring. But today we're talking about new language that we can use about calendaring and how it can magnify the impact of calendaring on the life of learners. If you are interested in working with either of our practices, we would be on honored to chat with you. To work with Steph's practice, which does all the things, her practice is called My Ed Therapist, located in Redondo Beach in Manhattan Beach, California, and virtually everywhere. You can sign up for a phone call on her website at www.myedtherapist.com, or you can work with my practice, which is CAP Educational Therapy Group. We're located in Beverly Hills, California, and virtually everywhere, and we focus on learners with executive functioning skills challenges, and you can sign up on our website for a phone call, www.capedtherapy.com. That's K-A-P-P edtherapy.com. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 282 of Learn Smarter, the educational therapy podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap. And today we're going to talk more about calendaring, which is always a favorite episode. Favorite topic. Yeah. But before we sort of dig into that, so Steph and I this week, we overcame a tremendous <laughs> executive functioning <laughs> skills endeavor project challenge. I hate to say it's about to happen again for me, Steph. Yeah. Which I'm not happy about. But Smarties, we'd like to celebrate the small wins with you all. So we put away our laundry last week. Yeah. <laughs> it is a win. I do have to say, when we recorded the podcast, we talked about I was going to do it that day. And sadly... Didn't happen. For a plethora of reasons. Yeah. One of which was task avoidance. Yeah. <laughs> struggles with task initiation (laughs) but then we both did the same strategy actually Mm -hmm. which was when we finally decided okay this has to happen we poured it out of the laundry basket onto our beds you're such an adult that you own a laundry basket I only have my hamper, and when it's dry, I dump it in a pile on the couch in the office here. (laughs) Where nobody sits. (laughs) Yeah, so every day I look at it, and as I walk by it to work, you know, it's one of the reasons I'm really grateful for, like, the blur feature on Zoom. Everybody has that space as, like, a dumping ground. Yes, but I also have to say... There's two parts to this about the laundry basket. Number one, if you remember in the old place before I, when I moved right before COVID. Sure. It was outside and I had to walk through the backyard. Right. There was definitely a need, number one. Yeah. Now it's on a different level. Oh, it's literally Literally on a different level level from my bedroom. (laughs) It's downstairs. I live in the South Bay where the houses are skinny and tall. Tall and skinny. Yeah. So... There has to be a laundry basket situation. There has to be. Right. Like my laundry is right next to the couch. So I can just grab and dump. Grab and go, grab and go type of scenario. Yes. So anyway, I have to say, you guys, that is my most hated task. So when we're all thinking about our most hated tasks, 
give yourself some grace. And you know what? I have to be honest. I don't even feel that great after I do it. I definitely patted myself on the back about it. But it's not like I get a pseudo high from no. completing it the way I do with other things. Right. Which is why both of you and I said we had to make something yummy as a celebratory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made popcorn. Yep. And I made a crepe. You made a crepe? Well, crepe part was already made. What do you mean the crepe? How do you have a pre-made crepe part? How do you have that pre-made? They sell them. Where? At Sprouts, they have them pre-made. Uh-huh. They have regular ones and gluten-free ones. And I got the gluten-free ones, obviously. What did you put inside your crepe? Bananas and sugar. Did you, like, melt the sugar? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Just like in France. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in France. Some butter? I was going to, but then I was like, I think that the sugar and the bananas is enough. <laughs> what about I almost a, did. a little Nutella on uh, it? But I didn't have Nutella. Uh, what about chocolate chips? I didn't think about it. But anyway, so there is an example of us needing external motivation because <laughs> we don't have any internal motivation to put our clothes away. Ugh. I hate it. Anyway. Ugh, and I have to do laundry again and just... Ugh. Maybe you need a Slurpee for it. <gasps> Is it Slurpee Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> you guys, she just got a big smile on her face. <laughs> <laughs> did you end up having a Slurpee yesterday? I did. I stopped and I got one and I drank it on the car ride home that was an hour and it was lovely. Have you gotten the frozen Coke from McDonald's yet? No, because there's two parts to it. Number one, I really like a little bit of cherry on there. Oh, so you like to do a mishmash. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know you could tell them to do that. And then the second thing is I really like, really like McDonald's french fries and the smell of them is just... You can't say no. I have to. They put gluten on the fries, so I can't eat them. And so it's torture. So that's why I try to stay away. How do you put gluten on it? They do. The way they cook it, it's got gluten on it. But they're so good. A hundred percent. They are so good. They are my favorite French fries. Such a loss. I haven't had them in years. I understand. Don't go through the drive-thru. Yeah, it just smells like French fries. They are my favorite. Now I'm thinking about what I want for lunch. Okay. (laughs) So today... You said this phrase, Steph. Yes. We did a webinar with Penny Williams, our friend of the podcast. Uh-huh. And I was like, stop everything. I've never heard you say this phrase before. Do you know where you got it? I would say it in my old job. I just don't think I ever said it in a educational therapy situation. Okay. So share the phrase. Scan and plan. Tell me more about it. Okay. So I spend a lot of time and I always have. I did this in college. Yeah. I spend time going forward, looking at all of the things that are coming up and I scan for any discrepancies, anything that would cause an issue, overlap, etc. Then I can plan accordingly. So in my old job, when I used to manage a lot of people and a lot of kids and a lot of things going on all at once, I had to manage kid schedules, nanny schedules, like all the things, right? So I would constantly be scanning and planning of like, 
Who needs to cover what? Do we have a car for that? Where do they need to go? How can we back-to-back things? All of that. That was like constantly what I was doing. And so I think I just never said it till recently, again, in some years. 281 other episodes. It was in there. 10 years of friendship. Okay. You can still surprise me. So scanning and planning, it is an important part of calendaring. And we often talk about how we need to look at what's tomorrow, what is coming up at the end of the week, but there's also next week or in two weeks or in three weeks to see if there's going to be any road bumps that we need to deal with. So when can you scan and plan? Well, everything has to be in the calendar. So it's after that initial startup phase of building the calendar out. Mm -hmm. So once all the things are there, so go back and listen to our calendaring episodes. We have checklists and we have all the things that you need to put in the calendar. So this is really like once all that has happened. Mm -hmm. That means literally putting not only everything in, but also, I mean, we're talking putting in any trips or any days off or any games or the personal all of the things everything has to be in yep and then what are the things that you want to watch out for things that conflict this is so important so do you have a test and you have a game the night before mhm are you really going to have a lot of time to study when you have a game that is far away And then you have a test. So that is a big conflict, even though the time isn't conflicting, but your time is. So knowing those kinds of things or knowing that you won't be able to go to a practice or you need to cancel an appointment or you need to be in two places within five minutes of each other. But that's not going to happen, especially in L.A. So my biggest advice for this is. Looking at the next week or two and familiarize yourself with what's coming down the pipeline. So there isn't a shock and you having to recover from fixing, uh uh-oh, tomorrow I just realized this, this, and this is happening and I can't do all of it. This is when we teach our learners that they need to let the adults in their lives know about these potential conflicts sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. When we're at this advanced stage of calendaring and the learner is already scanning and planning forward, Mm -hmm. they are able to let people know, including us, with enough notice that there is something that's going to happen that's going to impact, for example, our session with them. Yeah. And we're able to reschedule. It teaches them to be respectful of not only their time, but the time of other people as well. It's so true. There's many times that things come up that you have to readjust and it's a lot easier if you know about it beforehand rather than the night before or right at that moment. That's anxiety producing. If you just have a sense of what is going to happen, it can mitigate so much. So Smarties, if you are struggling with your calendar or you're struggling with your family's calendar or you want to get some more one-on-one support, definitely, definitely sign up for our phone call on either of our websites. We would be excited to chat with you. And it's honestly, it's our favorite to chat with Smarties because half the time 
they think that they're talking to the other one. <laughs> so. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And we love working with adults. Yeah. It's so rewarding. So if you're feeling like this is something that you would benefit from learning how to do, we're here to help. We're excited to chat with you. Go ahead and sign up for phone calls on our websites. Links are in the show notes. And have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.